Hello there. A uh, quick message before the show starts. Uh, we unfortunately had some audio problems connecting and reconnecting, so we didn't really have all the tracks to uh, get that nice audio recording that you're used to. So this week, unfortunately, we'll be using the backup recording. Um, so we apologize for any, I guess, sound inconsistency, loudness, quietness, but it's still a great show. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello, hello, hello! Rock League podcast. Uh, Curse, did you like my save? Although I kind of wanted it to be an unnatural start, so maybe I shouldn't have tried to save it. Maybe we should have just rolled in. No intro. That that would have been the way to do it. Uh, This is why you're the king of content, right here. This is why I do it. Um, Speaking of content, uh, we brought the uh, I don't know the best content boyos, uh, Messi and Cursor. What's going on? Going all right, chilling. Got the Rocket League update going right now. Maybe play a little bit, but not too sure. Okay, great, Messi. Uh, <laughs> not doing not too bad. Been uh, super busy with school and work, and things are going well at work. And as are my ranked games. Now I'm like three wins away from my GC rewards again this season. Oh, nice, nice. That's awesome. I I just wanted to say that I like. I feel like stream of consciousness podcasting works for Messi's uh, playing while podcasting and Curse's playing while podcasting, but there has to be <laughs> someone not playing because then when you get completely lost, you know, and three people are focused on their GC rewards, then it's it's a bad it's a bad look or bad sound, I guess. Uh, what I wanted to say though, speaking of content, I guess, is um, the Rob and Kyle show that is the, uh, I guess, probably. The wildest i don't i don't know what to call it but tim was on wabs was on and uh we talked about dating and stuff like that so if you like that kind of stuff it's on our patreon uh and you also get this show ad free so you can go check that out i'd like to thank our patrons right at the beginning zodiac 22 too much space chaos maker space bear frank awesomeness caleb raz digital toast paint uh your boy hunty and young slug thank you for your continued support now we're bringing in Messi and Curse today because there's a lot of esports stuff to get uh, to cover, and uh, these two know how to talk about esports for a long time uh, and have a lot of insights. <laughs> so it's great. I would hope um, so. <laughs> the, uh, but before we get right into the esports stuff, uh, we did want to go qu- quickly. There's new esports decals. Uh, maybe we can start by saying, um, is there any that stood out for you? Right? Maybe instead of going over all of them, uh, is there any that stood out for you, Messi? So I'll just go. I'll give my best and worst personally yeah, so vitality has had the most horrendous downgrade in the last two seasons that we've ever seen they went from a great decal to a taxi decal to what is this splatter on my car mm. so it just doesn't look pretty it's not appealing if anybody buys it you're throwing your money away i'm so sorry oh my gosh uh, the best i would have to say the new g2 decals really somebody cool. worked on that <laughs> G2 decal, very colorful very vibrant some people might not like it but if you add some contrast to it it'd be really nice look on your car and i feel like it, it, it's just it looks fast it's really it, it just looks fast i just i wish there was like one place to find it because i'm seeing a youtube video but like i can't zoom through youtube video in two seconds 
Mm. Um, man, I'm just like, there's been so many decals that I'm just like, are these last? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like looking up random ones. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to give my best and worst because all I'm seeing is the older ones. Okay, here, maybe quick. I'm going to watch the video. It's like 10 seconds. I'm going to watch it quick, yeah. then I'm going to choose one. Cursor, what's your favorite and least favorite Rock League decal? Um, okay, so I have two favorites, but I, I got to get the obvious no, out of the way. I, 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 I can. I actually, I'm a human, and I have the right to do that. I do. It's amazing, I know. But my obvious one, the G2 skin, is just way too clean. Fast is one way to describe it. I think Poggers is another way to describe it. I, it's, it's just so good. It's so good. It's probably the cleanest decal we've seen, aside from the new Optic Gaming decal, which is just absolute fuego. I'm sorry. A little bit of bias. Um, I like the NRG one, but mostly because I like anything that's red, black, <laughs> and white. <Yeah. laughs> that's, like, that's like my go-to every time. Uh, so that's great. Um, but uh, I, I, I can't see the G2 one here. This is... Uh, very it's annoying. Like, it's like Mario Kart Rainbow Road meets Rocket League. Uh, the G2 one is the one on the thumbnail with the Dominus. The, the one, one that's rainbow colored. BDS mm -hmm. is a pretty decent one. Um, I don't know about my C Sports one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, <laughs> the, it, it's just, it's sometimes they're too on the nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes yeah. the decal represents the team a little too much. Um, and I get I get the meme, but but here we are. Um, okay, so th those are your decals. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, definitely, if someone can do me a favor and either tweet at us or uh, Discord message me, all like some some like way to see all the decals, that'd be great. Um, okay, uh, moving right on along. Uh, um. Ooh, is well. The thing is, I hear cursor, but uh, I can't, yeah. he can't. What? I hear you. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I can't. Uh, messy the can't. Heck? Okay, so I will be the. I, this will be fine. This is great. Uh, this, listen, this this this, <laughs> this is like uh, what's the word? I imagine this is what when uh, Scrub Killer played on the team with Noli. <laughs> oh, was it like the guild team? Uh, this is what it was like, okay? No one hurt each other in comps. Uh, if we're having mm. a refresh, we'll refresh and we'll continue on. But um, mm -hmm. what I will say uh, is, um, yeah, that, that, that kind of completes the decals here. Uh, yeah. We want to talk about the Mina region, so Messi, I'll let you take it away. Yep. So Mina had their first regional this past weekend, and with that came... A bit of a downtrend for Falcons, unfortunately. It looks like they are no long, no longer the the ones at the very top, just dominating everything. And as expected, the new teams with the Twins, uh, Kaliers and uh, Rawass, had to look for a new team. And it, who they found, and they found Natter to replace Nupo. And it looks like their defense is out of this world. They are impeccable. And, and this is. Uh, this is on the because there's we had the Mina scandal not too long ago, right, Messi? Um, and fast, yeah, and they found arguably the best replacement they could. So, oh my goodness, everything's breaking down. This has been the the worst the worst recorded start here. Messi, you still here? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I was gonna say real quick the um we we talked about the scandal right before. Um, I was just curious yeah. if uh if the t te- like now that we've like actually gone through the regional, has that t- so it was it was what it was Falcons. I'm trying to remember now. The the team with the fiasco no it was KRN. KRN okay and was, they was, um, how did they Kelly- do in in this uh, in this uh... they won the regional without the the player that they lost. <laughs> didn't need them. <laughs> why, did, why did they go through all this when they now have the best team yeah. anyway? Yeah, they found a very great replacement. And Natter is that kind of player. He fills a similar role to, I want to say, a Chronic on Gen G, where he's very quiet, very subtle, lets the other two take over, but he fills in the gaps very well, allows the play to progress more smoothly, more dynamically, and the team just looks unstoppable. It's 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 crazy. Do you um, Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you feel like it will have multiple like cuz I think that was the one thing that was missing from Worlds last year Messi was the fact that uh the the Mina region didn't have like multiple contender teams. Do you do you think they're just going to like slowly start to take over and we'll see like three or four teams and they'll get more positions in the in the World yeah. Championship? I think I mean they're the same positions this year but I think just like last year They'll get enough points at majors that they'll bring in three teams total. That will happen. I can see that 100% happening. But it's nice to see that Falcons are no longer at the very top and that they can be toppled. And a fact that, thanks to Direct, that we know is Falcons in the entirety of last season dropped three series in regionals. This season, in their first regional, they dropped three. So, Yeah. (laughs) There you go. It's not, it's not looking too great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Falcons aren't what they used to be. Um, Cursor, are you enjoying the uh, the kind of I feel like the proliferation, I should say, of uh, of all these regions. But all of a sudden, like you know, we announced all these new regions not too too long ago, and it just feels like very quickly, all of a sudden, it's gotten really really exciting. Yeah, very much so. Is there any uh, region apart from Mina that you're kind of looking for, Cursor? Where you're like, this is uh, this is what I'm looking <laughs> out for, or is Apex still like too much, too much legend status? You know, uh, definitely. I mean, especially after this this past year's performance and they're they're showing at Worlds. Um, definitely OCE for sure. I have very very high hopes for KCP. That team is looking absolutely just unstoppable. Uh, given a little more time to practice, I think that team's really gonna come together they're they're already sticking it to previous seasons like top teams and like they they were just looking so so good um i i have a lot of faith that they are quite arguably the saviors (laughs) they're saviors for their reason or their region i should say but yeah to follow up on what he said he was saying i don't know if he's still here is he still here messy okay Yeah, yeah we're good we're good uh yeah um yeah to follow up what you said messy go yeah, KCP looking very strong. I've been able to talk to to Prof privately a little bit. Hi, Prof. Know you're listening. And well, I've t- I've talked to him recently. I've been helping him out with like some coaching. Very nice, thank you. But it's it's interesting because KCP have such a r- young roster, and they were the youngest roster at Worlds last season. And although they didn't make it past like the first Swiss, I feel like they have the potential to like even stick in the top eight. I had them in my predictions making top eight worlds. Maybe a little ambitious considering how stacked worlds was, but they're definitely one of the teams and also an APAC James Cheese. 
they're looking very very good <laughs> Also, yeah, they're looking yes, good. That, yeah, yeah. James looking, Cheese. Yeah, James Cheese with Virtuoso Comedy and Realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Cheese are looking, looking strong, man. And a lot of people are saying, oh, strong team in lower region. They're going to dominate. It's going to be better for the environment. No. It's going to be great. They're going to be great. They're going to make the major probably 100%. And... Hopefully they'll be able to develop the region even more than they already are. Because yeah. they, they showed some strides last season for sure. Yeah, uh, Messi, I want to say know. that like a hundred percent, like yeah, it does kind of look bad when when all these players are like moving to APAC. But at the same time, it's like if you took the just below top tier team like players, right? And they brought them to this region that has hasn't had really players at that uh at that high level it's like yeah no it's gonna help the region because then the players who are in the region actually get high level competition high level teammates cursor you want to jump in here yes <laughs> it's okay we're struggling we'll make it through okay if if, if it disconnects we just keep going all right yeah i don't know what's going on i apologize um damn you spectrum damn you but um about james cheese I, I don't even know that one. That You, you can have that. But, um, okay, virtuoso and Realize. Yes, thank you. Uh, I, was, I was literally about to follow up my, my KCP statement with, like, they might be the saviors now that, like, the previous uh, roster with CJCJ CJ is now gone. Nothing against any other OCA, uh, OCE players still around and kicking. Just but like, like CJ CJ with the roster gone, Chris is gone. <laughs> <sighs> Seriously? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. All right, Messi can't hear you. Just keep talking. You're good. Okay. Anyways, Messi, you what pirate? <laughs> um, I I really think that uh, it's it's kind of the first time we're seeing players kind of follow the the turbo lead, where they just uh, just told me I disconnected and reconnected again. Wow. Um, that uh, they're switching regions to better not just their careers but like I, like themselves as a player i guess like i i feel like kami leaving oc going to to apac is is huge for him because there's going to be what i would imagine a much better playing field for him kind of like so like i, I need to be careful about how i word this if we take a, <laughs> if we take a look at like how furia came up and how they played last season, and then how they're playing so far this season, it's kind of, eh, right? So maybe, like, Kami playing in a new region where arguably the competition might be a bit less than he's used to. Mm -hmm. uh, the point I'm driving at here is is confidence, right? And as we know, that's one of the key factors for playing this game on the day is, is confidence, communication, right? Uh, hitting what you're supposed to hit. Um, I think this will be really, really good for him and for Realize, somebody who's been desperately trying to climb into the upper echelon of the RLCS for years now. Um, the team itself just looks goaded. I mean, Virtuoso is, is no stranger to the scene. We've seen him play for quite a, quite some time now. Um, I, th I think it's going to be a solid roster, but without going too deep into that, like that's kind of what Furia did. That's kind of what Appjack and Nolly did. Like They're all starting to realize like there's better fits for them elsewhere in the world. Right, and I think it's it, you know the end of the season will tell, but I think they're all positive moves here, and we're going to see a little more uh, heated competition this year. I'm expecting, you know, a 2021 season part two this year because of how 
how many changes have happened and how much happened during the roster madness. And we still don't have our final teams for the end of the year because I believe there's one more trade window open before the end of the season. And depending on how we look uh, going into the next major, it could be it could be anyone's game at that point, honestly. It's... These, these couple teams here, specifically um, Kami and Virtuoso going out to APAC, um, Nolly Apjack coming into uh, NA, Furia coming to NA. Like, these are all really, really big changes, but it I worry a little bit mm-hmm. to sort of wrap up my statement here. I, I worry that he, that like certain players are moving to regions with the expectation to play against better competition and then these regions becoming over flooded with talent and them not getting the results they're expecting, Uh, which may or may not create a situation in which if we're looking at, you know, old RLCS, let's say season six, even season seven, right. Where previous power regions may become minor regions because the talent is just tired of playing in that circuit and they, they went somewhere else, or maybe they, they found a, uh, like a better um, pattern of growth or a challenge elsewhere for themselves, right? So. But I, I wonder, Chris, with that argument that um, you're kind of going into these like other regions, I, I like there being too much, I guess, talent or too much teams in other regions. I don't think that's a bad thing because, like, if everyone moves to those regions and then it's oversaturated, at the end of the day, like, you still have to compete at some point in some region right. at the highest level, right? Right. And so yeah. like, you can hop around all you want, but at the end of the day, it's like, if you're not competing at the highest level, you can't compete in any region. That's not... like It, it, it sucks to say, right? But like you have to be at least that good to mm-hmm. continue to compete. So if everyone moves over to APAC, like what we're seeing APAC right now, um, and you're like, oh, boo-hoo, there's so many people moving here with me, right? The only people who, who should have anything to complain is people who are actually from the region, right? And their spots are being taken. Um, if you're if you're a talent from another region, and then you're coming to this region, and then be like, "Oh, look, there's all these people from other regions here." I I, I feel like you don't really have much uh, much legs to stand on. Um, yeah, I would agree. Uh, what I wanted to maybe we can get into here a little bit now is uh, uh, you know with Cursor, you were talking about the um, like how it very much feels like last year with with all the switches and everything, where where everything feels very fresh. I want to see um, Messi if you want to kind of take it in to uh eu here because uh the switches that from vitality um have definitely made a very fun fun event of it all right with with these changes uh and it feels like i already have you know i already know who i'm following in eu uh do you want to yeah. get into it messy so <clears throat> along with the major regional this past weekend we also had our European qualification for the first regional, and with it came a slew of results that many people might have not expected that are very surprising. So in the top 16 qualifier, we had um, Oxygen and Evil Geniuses take the top two spots, making for the regional. Mm-hmm. Oxygen picking up Oli, Jorius, and Archie, which is a ridiculous team in my opinion. That team is very strong. They're going to definitely thrive. And EG dropping... Rizax and picking up talks, which is also very well. Yeah, and that, the, just just for those like our listeners, right? If we've been following us for a while, like uh, Verge, who like previously on Dignitas, probably one of the best known coaches, is now currently on Evil Geniuses. So, um, yeah. 
it's it's definitely a team that's looked at as like I feel like Verge has established themselves as like the the scenes coach, you know? Yeah. Uh so <laughs> you just so, know him. You so just everyone know knows who him. He is. But but like it, I think another part of Verge is interesting because it's it's felt like there's a constant um like pressure on him to justify kind of his position as that, right? Um, because okay. I think there's a lot of arguments that when when he took over Dignitas coaching, people were saying, "Oh, they already had all these like top players, right?" So, you know, his results, I don't think it was like attributed to him as much, right? Um, but yeah. it feels like, especially with EG now, all the results going forward, like many of them, not to say like the players aren't part of it, right? Um, but you know, if you have Violent Panda on your team with that like wealth of experience, a lot of people will point like wrongly or rightly when you do well they'll point to the players and then when you do poorly they'll point to the players as well right um and what they'll just say like oh verge doesn't really have as much control of the team or stuff like that right where it's, it feels very much now he has finally his his own kind of like team to 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 experiment with and, and they're doing well so uh there's nothing to be said there i, I would like to say yeah. that this jerusalem archie just feels like if you just gave me those names, I'm like, oh, this is one of this is this is this is one of those one teams, isn't it? You know, this is this is like yeah. the one teams, and then it has like one guy that just like runs around in threes, you know, on ladder. Like that's that's the mix yeah. here. Uh, yeah, but it's very scary. Just, yeah, that's a scary team. Just have they're all great players in their own right, and now they're all on a same team together, and they're doing it, man. Looks like they're gonna do it this season. Yeah, for sure. All right, do we want to talk about uh, how uh, KDOP and Fairy Peak were not the problem? <laughs> oh yeah, in the, so this is top sixteen. Solary and Vitality don't make it through, and they drop to close quals. And in close quals, Vitality make it through. Well, no, Vitality don't make it through. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, barely don't. And Solary, which is Fairy Peak, KDOP and Shasta make it through which is team France it's like team it's like team elder statesman in France you know that that's what it feels like that's team 2018 France yeah team 2018 (laughs) France and they're better than Vitality and uh it's great I'm very happy for this storyline uh they'll be who who I will be watching you know (laughs) going in uh, to this next one Cursor do you have any, any thoughts on uh on uh what's it called Alpha, al- what was it? Alpha FIFA or whatever? Uh, <laughs> alpha 54, more like Alpha No More uh, is where I'm going to no go more. with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my thoughts. I, I mean, it's there's a reason why uh, these you know absolute veterans of the scene have received so much criticism. Um, myself as well. I, I was definitely in the bandwagon for a little while, but when you, when you kind of step back and observe it objectively... There wasn't a lot of solid teamwork between the three of them. You could tell a change needed to be made, um, and everyone kind of kept pointing the finger, being like, but look at Alpha's performance, look at Alpha's performance. There's the one concept that even myself like forgot for a little while is it's a team game, so the fact that he's just doing awesome is great, but he's not first killer awesome. He can't single-handedly carry a team. He can just score points and get goals. But that doesn't necessarily benefit his team if he's cutting them off or not rotating for them or or if the cohesion is just no longer there. Like, I mean, he's still a great player, but it's clear that it just doesn't fit that that roster anymore, right? And you're not going to take apart um, 
Kate Oppen Ferry. I mean, it's prior to Rizzo retiring, that's like trying to take Rizzo and JNAPs apart, or now Chicago and JNAPs apart. Like, there's just there's some long-standing duos in this scene that have just worked so well together for years and still competing at this level. It's very hard to attack that dynamic and assume that, well, they're just washed now. I mean, if they're still performing and showing that level of consistency, it's actually, potentially, their third. And maybe they don't vibe with it, and they're trying to figure out a way to work around it. So it's kind of the newer perspective I've, I've come upon having watched RLCS for so long now. Is I definitely openly admit I was wrong about it because their performance speaks volumes as to where they were last year and where they are now. So... I just that's, like that's to say, all I really have to say on it. <laughs> yeah, I just like to say one thing uh, with your with your long spiel there. Um, for time. All right. So, <laughs> 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 um, with that being said, uh, yeah. So we have we have all these teams. I mean, even with the amount of like, I'll say, quote unquote, um, establishment or like more franchisey uh, teams that went to NA, it still feels like this. EU region is very strong. Uh, mm. They still have like an overabundance of talent. They did mm-hmm. win the world championship. EU is currently better than NA. And then now, even if NA wins, it'll be like NA, but like half of them are EU. So, you know, I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they have a lot going for them. Um, Messi, maybe, maybe uh, you can like tell us, is there any team that you feel like disappointed uh, in in kind of the EU region here, the EU region. Uh, honestly, let me let me look at the teams once more. A team that I honestly had a little bit more hope in that I felt could have done more is definitely the Heat roster. Okay, the Heat. I feel like mm-hmm. the Heat roster. They had a pretty exceptional performance at Gamers Eight not too long ago, and it looked like they showed some promise, but. Unfortunately, they bow out one and three in close calls. And I I, I thought I had them making the regional. I, I really did. I looked at these rosters and I'm like, they are a roster that many people don't know about them, but they can definitely do enough to make it to a regional. But it is what it is. They get knocked out and they'll have to try again in the open qualifiers. For sure. Um, maybe now, speaking of the regional, uh, the regional, by the way, those listening to this, if you go on the Twitch Rockley channel, uh, this weekend, uh, you'll probably find it unless you're like West coast and like <laughs> putting it on a weird time or something. Uh, but, but you, you, you should be able to find it. It'll be uh, this weekend coming up, uh, October the 14th to the 16th. Um, I think maybe it's best right now if we uh, kind of go over our predictions, cause uh, this is always fun. Our predictions, uh, to, to who we think is going to win. Maybe we'll start with cursor here. Uh, who do you think's winning this one? Um, yeah. Ooh, come back to me. Come back to me. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to Cursor. Uh, I'll tell you who's winning this. Um, it is EG. All right. I have uh, taken out my EG shirt from the closet. Okay. Uh, Idra is back. All right. Um, all the memes. All right. Uh, anyway, all my nostalgia is coming back. EG's winning it. Verge is on the team too. I have something to cheer for. Uh, that's the team I'm going for. Uh, slash is going to win it most definitely. Uh, Messi, who are you going to choose? I. It's, it's not even because I really root for the team, but I want G1 to win, so we can get G1 versus G2 at the major. <laughs> so we can have G1 Atomic versus G2 Atomic. Oh my goodness, that's such a great point. G1 <laughs> versus G2 Atomic. Um, oh, 
how's Dorito play? Because I know Mark Bay, I know Atomic. How's Dorito play? Do you, do you know, Messi? Dorito's been on like a slew of rosters in the past couple of years. Like um, White Demons, who had like some decent performances on OCSX. And then on the Barca roster that also disappointed. And then on Guild. And he was on the Guild roster that got second at Gamers 8. So he definitely has been on the up, up and coming, like more and more. And now he's on a roster that is really solid, really solidified, has a lot of experience on it. And now they're, they're showing what they're worth. They're looking really good. Made it through the, to the regional quite, quite comfortably, I'd say. And I feel like they're going to take it. They're... Also, I want to see Mark Bite above BDS. So. Yeah, Mark Bite beating uh, BDS would definitely be a storyline I'd love as well. Um, okay, Cursor, have you uh, thought thought of it? Thought of it? I have. I have. I have. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna say let's get wet. Because um, <laughs> uh, something something about that team, man. Even even with them swapping out their third, it just they just. I don't know. I feel like they forced the scene as a whole to look at how the games played. Like between them and Furia, especially in that that quarterfinal matchup at Worlds last year, it really forced a lot of pro players to look at the game different. In my opinion, it's just the way those two teams play is it's just insane, absolutely insane. I'm, I'm going to say Moist takes it. All right, there we go. So uh, just to remember for next time, uh, we got what, what were predictions: Moisty Sports, Evil Geniuses, and G1. There you go. So mm-hmm. inevitably, Oxygen is going to win, and we're going to be all wrong. Uh, that being said, uh, let's jump into NA here. Um, we had our NA regional. Uh, this is always a, like, I think this first regional is always the most fun regional because it's all the new roster swaps, uh, all the, all the, you know, all our, uh, theoretical, what team would be best together. Um, I had said last week, I didn't predict phase winning it, but I, I did say last week that I didn't think, like, if you, if you told me, typical mist and, uh, uh, who am I missing here? Um, first killer, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 yeah. Just for, yeah. Just, just first killer. <laughs> just first killer. Yeah. Just first killer. You put them on a team, you're like, yeah, that's not gonna do well. And no, no, it's it's definitely gonna do well. Um, oh, yeah. so I I was very happy. I did cheer for them actually. Um, face clan, you know, on top. Uh, Gen G making it back. I think. I think the one yeah. thing to say about this um, Gen G team here, right off the bat, is when we saw how they did in the what was, I, was it the open qualifier? Or no, uh, top sixteen. The top sixteen qualifier were kind of like oh, like they didn't do as well, but like they lost to the other top teams, and then they showed up here. So uh, I think mm-hmm. we just had a strong Swiss bracket, and that's really what hampered them. Yeah. Um, like Gen G throughout mm-hmm. this regional, they. They beat every other top team, and FaZe was the only team they lost to, and they lost to FaZe twice. So I feel like that's a really good showing, especially for a first regional. And I think the comparison that Johnny Boy did on Twitter was exceptional, which is what Gen G did was essentially if you took Rattles and Cobb, threw them into EU, and picked up Noasaki and went went to the, went to the finals of a, of a regional, which is it's just, yeah. It's they, great. They trusted, no, it's such they, a great story. It's, it's exceptional. Yeah, they they trusted in Chronic, and Chronic is filling in the gaps like exceptionally well, like better than many people thought, including myself. And Probably better I'm than go- Chronic thought. <laughs> that's than Chronic. Thought. <laughs> yeah. That's always filling up the gaps. But no, Genji is now you know, uh, now it's a team to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And then 
Uh, we, we don't talk about what energy then this weekend. Uh, well, okay, well, we, we, well, we, we do, do have to talk about energy. We do. Uh, what? Yeah, cursor. Do you roster swaps? <laughs> no. So, yes. Probably. Well, I I'm I'm very that's very mean and cynical, but I feel like every podcast or like commentator when as soon as a team does like slightly worse than you expect them they're like time to swap the rosters you know just just the same thing as like as soon as one player hits one absolutely mechanical thing in a super top tier game they're like oh my god best player in the world and I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so tired of the bias like chill out dude enough with that um no i to messi's point um in our podcast leading up to worlds wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Um, just on that point before i forget this but then we'll, then we'll talk about energy yeah, yeah. uh did you see the shopify comeback no, I did not. Was it the Shopify? It was. It was one of the games. I think it was the game against Phase. I, I'm not sure. I was pretty sure it was Shopify. But they were like, I think they they're down one nothing, scored with one second left, and then like twenty or thirty seconds later, keeping up the ball, scored so, again, or something yeah, like I watched, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the match, and it was in game four. Game Phase four, okay. two to one at that point, and Phase were up four two, and then Shopify score. To get a goal out. They score two goals. Yeah, yeah, four okay, to three. Yeah, they tie it up. And yeah. they keep it up for like 20, 25 seconds. And then they score to tie 4 4. And then 40 seconds into OT, they score again to take it. Incredible. Which is incredible. Absurd. Okay. Uh, Cursor, you can get back to your point. I just wanted to remember that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Of course, of course. But, but based on what Messi was saying leading up into this Worlds and, and just hereafter, uh, 100% I agree. This is a team where. Like the cohesion's there, they really enjoy playing with each other, and they understand something needs to be changed. Um, but they've openly admitted it, as well as if you haven't gone out and seen their press conferences, which you can go find on YouTube from past events, I would check it out. They kind of allude to a bit of this. They're like very open about the fact that, like, yeah, we just used to be better players than everybody, so we kind of just waited for people to make mistakes and then scored. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're like, crap, players are really good. Uh, we got to come up with strategies now. <laughs> and that's going to take time to implement, right? Especially against these top tier super teams that have formed. Like, it, it, you can't, it's not something that's going to happen overnight at, by any means, you know, no matter how good these players are. It's, it's going to take time, which is kind of where I sit right now with my fanboy team with Optic. They had a great showing. But again, it's one of those teams where. Um, it's just it's going to take a little bit of time for them to really hit their stride and kind of we'll see their their potential really brought to light. So um, I don't know. I have high hopes. I have high hopes for the teams right now in in top eight. Um, you know, NRG's just barely there in ninth. So just give it a little bit of time. Um, I think we're going to see a very drastically different. Uh, regional next time around very very different <laughs> well it's, think, it's one of those uh, things i think as well it's like what we see right now and i remember uh, i don't know which coach was talking about this but we had um where right now the things that were like impl- like i think what this regional shows you is with everything in flux right what kind of maybe like without over preparation what teams would be in front Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're going to see kind of going forward is either systems or communications, what teams are actually going to be able to make something prolonged, right? Not just kind of like going off the back, I think. Because I think I think what we see right now is like natural, I want I don't want to say natural talent, but maybe natural chemistry between players is, mm. is what's like key right now. 
And as we go on, we're going to see, okay, like which teams actually have the better coaches, which teams are actually going to prepare better going forward. And I think another thing that we like also forget about as we go forward in these regionals, but as soon as you become like top two, top three, top four, there's a target on your back and people watch your replays right before they go, yep. especially like the teams that are more, like maybe not lower on teams, but teams that are, that are like, okay, we're probably gonna have to face them. Right. Are going to mm-hmm. watch what your tendencies are and like where you're weak and stuff. And, um, especially the more games you have on stream, uh, the more you're going to kind of be a, a little bit more found out. So I think that's really cool going forward. True, true. But if, if I may, for a quick second on yeah, that, that's something it. that, that other esports aren't afraid to do. Um, and I understand there's really only so much you can, you can kind of keep secret. I'm sure people like prof would have a lot more to say to this. Um, like you have to, have to keep your specifics under wraps but there's almost no reason to keep your gameplay under wraps if you're trying to create more exposure for yourself and your org and your players as well as um you know just be a part of the community like if you ghost and go scrim hard and do all these things behind the scenes and then show up and like win this tourney people are going to be like where where did this come from Mm -hmm. you know you might have a pro player be like oh they were filthy in scrims okay well where's the proof though you know what I mean? Like none of that's like, like public knowledge unless they make it that. So I feel like there's kind of this weird thing like, oh, well, they they can't stream scrims and whatever because like it'll reveal the way they play. I'm like, that's that's literally sports in a nutshell. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm going to be honest with Rocket League, like, except for maybe kickoff strats and like very like few finite points, um, you probably have a pretty good idea of, of tendencies. You know what I mean? Of player right. tendencies. So especially if you're in the top 16, like you have a very good idea of what a specific player does because you've played them enough times. Right. Like it just, it doesn't make sense to me why people have like the shroud of secrecy, like man, more games, more exposure. Let's go. We're trying, we're trying to break those numbers. We almost, we, we, you know, we broke a a third of a mil last year. Let's go higher. (laughs) My little two second rant. I mean, and it's, it's also one of those things I think, especially the bigger brands. Um, the question is, because uh, like sometimes when teams become more professional they want to keep more and more secret just because right like i i feel like sometimes it's just like okay well if it's not if it's not official broadcast i don't want to broadcast right or if right. We're, not, we're not making it like as clean but then like every player is going to twitch stream so it you know i guess i guess one of those things where like you can't like deny people i mean i guess i guess some teams would do that though right not let you stream at all on twitch uh, especially during things and it's like it's not like your gameplay on twitch is anything even close like usually you're right. going to be playing twos with another person and it's still not going to look anything like what you're going to do at the actual tournament but right uh, those are all i guess points to think about mm-hmm. um yeah uh so so we have that any uh space station did pretty decent this time around uh do we have any thoughts on that Messi? on space station mm. arsenal daniel and lj they showed a lot of promise early on, but then when it came to facing Gen G, they just looked outclassed in every aspect of the game. But, but isn't it sad that you know Space Station beat Optic Gaming? It's extremely <laughs> sad. Bit. I kind of wanted to see Optic Gaming win it for the sake of Rettles getting back at them, but Space Station looked better on the day. And hey, at the very cool. least, you can't say like. These are still both quarterfinalist teams. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. 
you can't really be like oh Reddles was and it, once again like especially for some of these players like i you can't convince me for a second that Reddles has dropped off you know what i mean uh so like with these teams it's like okay sometimes things aren't meshing and that's it's time to change and it's probably a lot of lateral changes in rock league feel like upgrades like it feels like both teams get from it you know it's not a zero-sum game but they actually both get from it like a lot of times uh so so yeah yeah like realistically the only change in like somewhat recent time that seemed like a downgrade was the the trade before between atomic injuries between g2 and envy that's about the only one that feels like a downgrade, but realistically, this eSport, it looks like every trade is positive. It's, it's really Yeah, weird. It, it's weird how that works. It's like, because I, I, th- I still think it's like, you play so many, with so many different players, and anticipation plus like reading people, both of your attacking and your defending is so important in this game that like right away, all these top players, as soon as they switch onto a new team, are going to fit in a lot better just because they're already that good. They're that good that they can anticipate and, and play with these players right yeah. away, right? And there's also, with Rocket League, though, the honeymoon phase is so huge. With, like, every <laughs> so new roster change. That's why you got to be, like, what's the, what's the player's speed? <laughs> Where you just, like, switch teams and win tournaments and then switch teams and win tournaments? That, that's yeah. the way to do it, you know? That's how I feel like mm-hmm. it. Uh, no, but just have a roster change after every split. Even yeah, if you win everything. Roster change after every split. I mean, isn't that what Turbo's been doing for the last five years? Um, uh, no, that's great. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry, I'm just looking here, North America. Um, teams, we have Dignitas and NA right now, but there was the whole, you know, there's very much like a restructuring. Um, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, it just feels like there's something going on with Dignitas, right? We were speculating of, like, you know, what's going on with, like, the actual team itself as opposed to, like, anything to do with Rocket League specifically. Um, but it's, it it doesn't feel like, like, usually last time I remember when Dignitas picked up a new roster, it was, like, specifically, it felt like it was, okay, this is a roster that's here to compete, right? Um, but this time it felt very much like they chose... I would say maybe players that wouldn't weren't as high caliber as before. Uh, to be fair, they also moved from EU to NA, right? So they just picked up a bunch of, uh, I, I guess, prospects. Would that would that be accurate, Messi? Um, yes and no, because mm-hmm. Dries has shown a lot of potential, I, yeah, especially yeah. in G two roster and everything. And their coach is Nick, who used to be the coach. Nick, okay, so. <laughs> not Nick. Okay, so that's very good. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> roster. Like, yeah. I I feel like if you <laughs> ever have if you ever have like a big reveal in like a TV show or a movie, and then, then it's just it's like who is the person behind all this? Who's the mastermind? It's like it's Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick from down the street. <laughs> all right. Anyway, keep but going, messy. Uh, you said queso, um... right? Yeah, he came from the Queso roster, then switched over to, I believe, the European Dig roster as well. But now he's over here in North America. He's helping this team out. This team, although they got knocked out 1-3 to three in Swiss, it was a lot closer than it looked. If they mm-hmm. took that Game 5 against Shopify and took that Game 5 against Complexity, they would have made it to top 8. So the results don't look like it but they're a team that I, I i'd be looking out for they're definitely a team that can make top eight performances they play a little better know how to close out their series and i, I see i see a great potential for them in the near future 
Um, any other uh, storylines from this cursor that you might want to talk about from this North American first regional tournament? Fall. No, I, no, I think we covered all the big ones and all the ones I was I'm really engaged in currently. Honestly, I think Messi summed it up pretty well. Nice. Uh, real quick. Uh, I just want to say it doesn't feel like V ones dropped off either necessarily. So I'm happy that they made uh, quarters because uh, yeah. that's the team I predicted last week. So there you go. Uh, and for for you're still around. Well, no, usually we forget. Trying to convert yourself. No, no, we we literally <laughs> no, we literally um, usually forget, or or not even like intentionally. Like we literally like who did we choose last week? Um, but I was talking to Wabs before the show because uh, mm. he was on the pre-show, uh, mm. and I was like, yeah, who did I choose? And he's like, oh yeah, you chose V one. I'm like, yeah, I didn't choose Phase off. Who did I, I choose? Phase I one think great. I think I chose Shopify last week. Did I? Shopify yeah. also got quarters, so there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> actually, speaking of which, Wabs did have uh, something to say. Um, I wonder if I have it here. What did he say? Uh, okay, so honey, uh, Wabs, because we were talking about phase last week with uh, Miss Typical and um, and First Killer, uh, <laughs> where Wabs said, uh, I take back my words about FaZe. They found enough offense, and Miss is still cracked, especially with Sip taking a defensive role. Well, because I think Wabs was saying that he f- he felt like missed, like the way that FaZe was playing before, Miss would have to play this more offensive role, right? Mm. Um, but it's like, it's not that Miss can't do that. It just, I feel like all the teams that Miss has been on, he's had to been the most sturdy, like, rock that, like, doesn't break. Uh, under the right. pressure that is turbo uh and so <laughs> so with that uh miss now like left to his own devices can actually just show how good he is and this is a team that we're going to be seeing in the world championship if it, th- this is a prediction for me if th- this team <laughs> we're not seeing like if they just completely fall off i'll be surprised um but on paper yeah. they look amazing so uh, i'm very excited for the uh the future of face clan so there you go uh, okay, with that, we'll move on to... Uh, I'll let Messi take this away. Uh, the There's a new bundle in the Rocket League shop. So uh, how, how do we say this? And, ex- and I don't know if you want to explain some of the uh, the backstory behind this as well, Messi. So this is a continuation from the Independence of Mexico stuff that came out last month. Mm-hmm. Or I think there is, I don't know. But El Chapulín Colorado, which is... Um, it's a, I'd call it a cartoon, but it's not animated. It's like... A, Oh, it's, it's a show that came out in the 70s, and it's been passed down to generations and generations in, in Hispanic culture, and it's such a great show. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a hero who messes everything up. He can't do anything right. Tries to do stuff to help everybody, but can't. Okay. So El Chapulín Colorado makes his way to save the day in Rocket League. and I just I just want to say how, uh, <laughs> how appropriate it's going to be for all your teammates. <laughs> Here's when the they thing. try to help, but they're just gonna make everything work. <laughs> Whenever I'm slumping, I will rock this, so I do have an an excuse. I will. <laughs> uh, and what about the goal explosion? Uh, the goal explosion's great, man. It looks like, amazing. Yeah, it looks so beautiful. You see a bunch of um, I forget what is it called that type of fabric. You see a bunch of that stuff in like Mexico mm-hmm. around, and I feel like it's just a great representation of of Mexican culture. Like bringing this into Rocket League. And like I think especially mm-hmm. go I was just saying I think Rock Leagues does this so well where a lot of their bundles very much feel themed and uh around whether whether it's the time, right? Uh around like the time of the year where, where certain cultures will be celebrating something or 
um, just to celebrate those cultures. So um, I think it's so great that Rock League does this like almost effortlessly. Like I, yeah, it it's great that this is like very nice and novel, but at the same time not unexpected because they do this for a lot of different cultures. Like it's not just like, yeah. oh, this is like the one thing they do. It's like no, there's a very an active effort uh, to this. The so thing I, that I think that's great. Thing that caught me off guard is that they do this for a lot of things, but this show came out over 50 years ago and like it's still so popular to this day that coming to rocket being like i was with i was with cursor when i got announced and he told me about it and my reaction was just like full of joy i'm like no way no way no way really <laughs> that's happy. amazing wow. <laughs> but I, I was so excited man i'm so happy i i don't I'm sure I'd be pretty excited if there was, uh, there was some uh, of, uh, I don't know, a, a, like a Polish show from way back. They yeah. made like, like a Polish cartoon. Uh, there's, oh, there's a talking goat. There's like a talking goat. Uh, actually, that'd be great because you could tie it in with like the, being the goat or something. Uh, and then, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but no, I, I think it's really cool that, that, uh, that they have this and yeah uh is there is this gonna be like um oh no there's there's a bundle of credits okay um is there another way to get it like is there gonna be kind of like a basket thing or is it just gonna be to purchase i think it's just the bundle as a whole for 1000 credits from what i'm looking at and Um, the items it has are the chipota chion gold explosion cia middles buenos decal and then the wheels Love the, I love the name because one of the things they talk about him in the show is that he's faster than a turtle, which makes sense. So I might as well be looking at Tortuga. Yeah. Oh and my then goodness. The topper, which is uh, Antenitas de Vinil, which is basically vinyl antenna. Nice. Like small vinyl antennas, yeah. Nice. No, this is great. And this is great. This is great. I mean, especially with Rocket League these days, I feel like Rocket League has had trouble. Like, it's so oversaturated. It's, like, everything from before that um, it's nice that they have, like, very focused bundles now that it's like, okay, I'm getting this whole set, and this is this is what it is. Uh, so, yeah. Amazing. Uh, okay, I think uh, we have just enough time to do maybe a question of Ooh. the uh, from the... Uh, the weekly, uh, I like to call producer Tim, but you know maybe I'll get a question not from Tim. We'll see. Ooh. Um, ooh, okay. Well, I feel like we've talked about this for to death, but I'm actually curious to get your takes on it. So, uh, one of uh, Tim's questions here is: uh, At what age should somebody stop heavily pursuing a career as a pro? And he defines this as five plus hours of a day of training if they have not made a career out of being a pro yet example 20 year old bubble scene player who has qualified for one or two regionals in the last year so when would this so like we're gonna use uh cruncho right let's just say it's cruncho when he's 20 oh my god you're savage but he's like he's a bubble player he's a bubble player he's he's qualified cruncho a little better okay he's qualified for one or two regionals uh he's still kind of there he's still practicing a bunch at what time do you think he should stop heavily pursuing his career Mm, I'd like Messi to go first on this one because oh, I, okay. I, I have a probably very different take oh, than most people would understand. So. Go Messi. I'll go? Okay, okay. So I think it's really, it's, it's, by, it's person to person because mm. 
I think you can try to do it for a long time as long as you're keeping up and have the time to do it. Players like Alpha Cap, we were still like near there. Oh, I like could that. Push it a little bit up because mm -hmm. he's 25, 26. Even Karma, when she first made her ROCS, she was 27, like 26 around that age. So it really depends on the player. But realistically, nowadays, like being younger is such a big advantage because you have just that much time. Mm. Time so less responsibility. To... I like. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> so people, a lot of people who are in their twenties get a little bit more discouraged per se. So it really just depends on the person. I think realistically, further down the line, when like things are more settled, the top age will like be pushed further. Really yeah, I mean, like it. like some of these players, especially now, I think the work ethic of a lot of the players that came up, let's just say, in the last two years, feels a lot better than the pioneer players that. I think we're a lot more naturally talented, right? Yeah. Um, and you kind of need that to continue on. I will say to this point, I think what's interesting is like anyone who will su have success later on, like continue and like push it further and further back and eventually have success, will have to have a mindset that does grind through this, right? Yes, there's the aspect of like, well, you have to be realistic and a lot of people at some point will have to uh, start thinking and looking at other careers. Um, but those who are going to succeed are going to have to push push through it. I, uh, but, you know, easier said than done. Uh, but I think I, what my, my point is that the mentality, like, I think there's a part of me and it, like, this is nothing, obviously life situations are difficult. So I can't, I can't just say this as a blanket statement. Right. But I think the players who are kind of thinking of like, they're in the bubble scene, they're kind of thinking of a pro career. Um, I feel like when they really start questioning themselves, and asking when's the time to like hang out the book the books like that's a very very bad sign because it's very difficult to get over right mentally right if that's what you're thinking about as you're still trying to achieve this um it's like yeah. what if you're already looking at the exit um it, it I, I my point is i think it naturally hampers your any progress um yeah. because especially if you start losing right or you're not seeing results um, which a lot of Rocket League is is not seeing results. A lot of Rocket League is endlessly grind and everyone else is grinding, so it doesn't feel like you're moving. Um, but if you're already looking at the exit and your age and you're not able to overcome that, you're I think you're making it harder for yourself. Uh, Cursor, what's your take on this? So you you bring up you both bring up some very valid points. Um, but the way I've kind of always seen this uh, not just from a personal perspective, but uh, colleagues, friends, family members, things I've seen them work through um, just to get where they want to be. And even if it's only part of what they were aiming for, they still got to it. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't think you can, I really don't think you can put a cap on it. I think if you, if you ever go out and, and, and you know, two second rant, if you ever go out and, you know, years down the road, let's say you're a young listener, right? Let's say in 10, 20 years, you go and you talk to your parents, you joke about life, your responsibilities, the things you're dealing with, kind of stuff that we do now. And, you know, in our 20s and 30s is like, oh, man, this thing happened to me the other day, Ma, you would have laughed your butt off, this, that, and the other. Like, oh, it's such a pain in the butt, but, you know, I'm here. It's like, yeah, you know, more often than not, the response is going to be like, you know, I'm I'm still trying to figure stuff out, right? I don't, I think I use that as a as a jumping point to be like, I don't think you ever stop striding towards the things you want most out of life. And if that's what you really want, and granted, there's going to be, to Messi's point, a 
a tremendous amount of work in front of you because you're a bit older and you have a bit more on your plate doesn't mean that it's impossible. It just means that, you know, statistically speaking, it's less likely, right? But I don't think you should ever stop working towards your dreams. It's like the one thing that gets you up in the morning every day, right? Like if you have nothing to work towards, then why are you working at all? So the way I see it is if we have other scenes, to Messi's point, where it's been normalized and we have pro players that are a bit older, like what's to stop our scene from becoming the same thing, right? I, I just – I don't see – this hard stop point and I don't really see the validity of the, yeah, well, there's all these young people. It's like, yeah, but you know, who's going to lead them, you know? And if, let me throw this tangent out, right? If an older person does make it in, maybe that shows a path for other players who want to try to keep continuing to do this for the rest of their life instead of hanging it up within like four or five years, right? You look at like physical sports, not esports. Like at some point, those players have to because their bodies can no longer actually keep up physically. It's just not possible for them anymore. It's unrealistic. Whereas I feel that that margin for esports is so much greater than people give it credit for, right? It is... Looking across esports, speaking generally here, right? And I'm I'm no psychologist, I'm no mental specialist, I'm no pro player. You know, I've done my dabbling here and there, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, who, like, how how are we going to put these limitations on people when we haven't found out what the limit is yet? And I, that's how I see it. So like, that, I think it's it's such a pain in the butt to hear people be like, oh, washed or like, you know, you'll never do it. And it's like. Look at all the people who've gone through that, who've kind of gone through that same, uh, you know, um, criticism and then made it, right? Like, it's like, what's to stop anybody else from doing it? Really? Like, really? Like, what's to stop you from doing it? If you really want it that bad, you will find a way to either get there or get to the point where you realize you don't want it anymore and you go for something else. That, that's kind of the way I see it. Like, you never truly stop working towards something that you want that bad. And I think that's something people have a hard time defining is how bad do you want it and then comparing others' desire to get there to others who have gotten there, right? Like, it's it's a very gray area where it's like, it's all spectators at that point. Like, unless you're the people in those shoes, like, how are you going to, like, how are you going to say what their limitations are and how are you going to say that, you know, this person who's, 26 has less drive than this 17 year old like it just that stuff always irks me because i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's appropriate right like who who are you to go and put those limitations on people so i know i'm super ranting right now but no, I, I don't this is great this is great i i don't i think it's all mental and for a game where quite literally like to play on the day is based on your mental that's something adults have in spades because of their life experience is how to deal with regain. Yes. Now, granted, if they had some coaching and some dedicated time and they were actually grinding when they came home from their full time jobs. And some people do look at, you know, all the streamers you and I have grown up with over the like the last 10 years or so who were, you know, the the pioneers of the scene. You know, look at the, the, the ninjas, the, you know, all these people who came up. Right. Like there's a lot of people. Oh, I actually I have a, I have an even better one in mind. If you look at optic gaming's. Um, 
Halo coach. He was a top-tier Halo player in the day. Or he was a top-tier Halo player for his day, Lunchbox. One of the greatest Halo players to ever play the game. Took a huge break. Is Was literally doing the same line of work I'm doing now, and doing electrical. Got his electrician's license. Did that for 10 years. And you know what happened? He came back, and now he's coaching like one of the best teams in, in Halo. Like he's still, he's still a part of his initial dream in some way, right? Like it, if you want it bad enough, you will find a way to make it work. That's what everybody who's made it there has done. They have made the sacrifice to find a way to make their dream a reality and manifest it. So telling people they can't or going on this huge tangent about age and reflexes and whatever, it, it just it gets so old because there are so I feel there are so many people who aren't putting in enough time or enough sacrifice, or maybe they feel like they are, but it isn't yielding the results they expect. So they get discouraged and then they try and push that mentality on others. And I totally disagree with it. Sorry, I, rant over. No, that was brilliant. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to add to it that um, I think by people saying this stop gap, because we, I think we both know, like, uh, I had this conversation with, I think, Cruncho. I had this conversation with Combo before. Um, and I think it's not that necessarily it comes from a bad place. Um, when sometimes I say, okay, like around this time or whatever. Um, but it's also the conversation of people that lost the drive and it stopped being their dream to be the best at this thing which is totally fine. Um, but it's an assumption that they're making that everyone else will think like me in the future or everyone else has the same mentality or the same idea of what it is. Like everyone's like me. So they're going to start thinking what I'm thinking eventually. Right? Like mm -hmm. there's almost that mentality um, where in the reality, everyone who succeeds in life in general in anything um usually has everyone saying they're trash they're terrible there's no way you could do it and then still does it despite it um right. and uh you know and and to your point i think it's also the mentality of some people that have given up and yeah. and literally they're putting other people down because they couldn't do it yeah and then they would justify it because they're saying oh i'm just like not I'm not wanting you to waste time on this, right? So that's why right. that's Which... why I'm telling you there's a thing. But it's like I think any pursuit of excellence in anything um is a worthwhile endeavor for humans. Of so course. so I and I think people who stop trying it's a lot of negative thinking of people who stop trying to um succeed in anything. Anything. Mm -hmm. Like they literally stop doing stuff to get better at or or you know try new things or, or anything in their lives right they'll start telling other people that oh you know it's it's pointless it's worthless whatever and it's like no you're you're a human that at some point so much gave up on their dreams right um whatever they may be or to even try to find new dreams right has stopped trying to find mm -hmm. new dreams has given up on their dreams and now you want everyone else to be miserable with you. And it's like, no. Yeah. If, if this is yeah. a thing that makes me happy to find excellence in this thing, right? Why do? Why will I always be impressed if I watch, you know, someone that's like, you know, on a snowboard doing like 20 flips and like land perfectly, right? 
You know, like I, yeah, I could be the guy. It's like, I'm like you just, you just gonna go around and do some flips. Okay, look at you, you guy, right? I can, I can be that guy, right? Uh, but no, I'll always be impressed because it's like, no, they dedicated their time to this and they did something incredible. And whenever we see humans do incredible things, it inspires us to do other incredible things. Hundred um, percent. And so, you know, I've always said that it's like. I know I've throughout this podcast have always talked about like finding balance, you know, with the video games, with other things, right? Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the reason that I have honestly never succeeded to an extent um, with all these random esports games that I was very top is because I've put other things in front of it right rightly or wrongly but that's what i've done i've never i have never there's never a moment where i could have possibly done enough to become pro objectively right the people who have become pro i have objectively never put in that much amount of time right into that thing i put in time i put in time i put in dedication and i've gotten better at things and i know how to get better at things but there's no like there's no way right i can justify it's like oh i you know i did everything i could and then because i got older and responsibilities like i didn't make it pro it's like no i i was did not have a schedule i did not have some kind of you know even two hours a day every day for three years would have been far more effective than anything else you could do right Mm -hmm. um and so it's like yes i had a, a drive but you know when you go from motivation, when you go to pursue excellence and an acceptance of hard work and difficulty, then you're on a path to somewhere. If you're only driven by motivation, you can't justify that the thing you're doing, you can justify that it's fun, right? You can justify that now you're motivated and you're doing the fun thing, but you can't justify to say that you're, this is your goal and you're going to do everything you possibly can to get it. Because if you're spending three days in a row where you're like, oh, I just didn't feel like playing this day. Well, I'm sorry, but like you didn't put the work in, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. There's my rant on top of Curse's rant. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it, Messi. <laughs> Definitely enjoyed that, yeah. But following up, just yeah. If you have the drive but aren't willing to put in the work, then you're not going to see results no matter what. Like exactly, and and hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. You just have to, even if it's a little bit a day. Just stay consistent because consistency is the biggest key. Hundred percent. Trying to get higher, it's like you could even put like half an hour to an hour a day, mm-hmm. and that would still be enough. And to like you could justify, you know, if you put half an hour hour a day for a year, you could justify that you're probably on a better path to a pro than these 13, 14 year olds that play all day one day. <laughs> they're like, yeah. you know what I mean? And then they're like, I'm trying to become pro, you know? <laughs> great, great comparison I like to use for this, for for people that know Messi and myself. I can comfortably sit like GC1. Messi can comfortably sit SSL. We have almost exactly the same amount of hours played in the game total across all platforms. Yep. Everyone has a different learning curve, right? It doesn't mean that one is put in more sacrifice than the other. The, the, the big topic, and I, and I shout out our beginner's corner, that you always need to keep in mind is, is, is focus time. Don't just sit there and be mindless. Like, put genuine effort into actually focusing on the thing you're trying to achieve. You can't just put hours in and expect to be better. 
Like, you can't. I, I think that pretty much follows Messi's point to the T here. Like, if you're not willing to actually put in the work, like, put in do real the annoying time. stuff. <laughs> yeah, do the annoying stuff. Well, there's got to be a better way. Yeah, you'll find it by putting in the work. <laughs> like, you'll like, come there's... to that realization, and when you do, you'll be like, oh my god, it was so simple this whole time. <laughs> For 99 most rewarding thing. Yeah. Uh, for 99% of people, right, you have not hit the upper echelon of your talent or, like, yeah. of your possible, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's no way that you have hit that. Uh, there's no way. I, like, I, you know, may, maybe some of the pros, but, like, I just, I just feel for, like, a majority of people that, like, distract themselves, it's, like, no, ultimately, the, you decided this was not the pursuit you're pursuing. All right, but don't don't bring other people down with you. I guess is my point. Hundred um, percent. And, okay. and to that point, the last two yeah. bit tangent I have on that is to that end. If you find you're struggling in both of those areas, that's why people like Prof and Flow State and coaches and and replay review exists. If you want to get better, utilize those options and stop being prideful. People, there are people out there who are better at putting you in that zone and helping you understand your mistakes. Use those tools. That's what they're there for. I'd even argue it'd be ridiculous at this point, like to to just keep going blind. It's like yes, there's a lot of videos, but like a coach can do so much in so little time, and then you're like, oh, yeah. well, there's so much they stuff. Understand it better than you. Do more okay. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, I think we're gonna close out the show. Thank you, Messi and Chris, for being on. It's been an amazing show. Uh, we had some of the technical difficulties, but I have a backup recording, Sorry. so hopefully you'll be fine. Um, what I'd like to do is, oh, I'd like to quick. Additional patron. As we were talking, there was a new patron patron who joined us. So uh, shout out to Flux joining us uh, right on the dot as we're recording. Woo! There you go. Uh, apparently, he wanted to know more about Romance Corner, or uh, I guess not. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's another reason. Maybe he's like oh, that one ad in the middle. That... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh, what I will say is thank you, thank you again. Uh, your homework, and I think this will be very topical, is to. A, if you have a goal, uh, then uh, four nights of this week, make sure you do... Actually, no. Every day, just do 1% of what a person that was trying to achieve that goal would do. Okay? So if your goal... And actually, I would even phrase it this way. Tell yourself you're that thing. So let's just say I'm a Rocket League pro. Okay? All right? Tell yourself that you're a Rocket League pro, all right? I'm a Rocket League pro right now, okay? I don't care, okay? You're, you're saying random stuff. I don't care. You're, you're a Rocket League pro right now, okay? Put yourself in that mindset, all right? I want you to do for the next week, all right, if this is your example, right? For the next week, do 1% every day to justify if someone asks, oh, what are you right now? And you're like, oh, I'm a Rocket League pro. Do 1% to justify it, okay? So whatever you think 1% of justifying that you're a Rocket League pro would be, do that every day for the next week and tell me how it goes. Uh, Ooh, I this, like that. This works. This works. Sorry, I, I've been reading a lot about habits. Uh, and yeah, put this, your money where your mouth is, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, but I'll have to choose a goal that's very specific. Uh, right. To that's uh, that's what I'm saying. Think. Like I think I think that's where it's going. Is like if you if if you're gonna practice what you preach, go ahead and actually practice it. Let's see what the outcome is. <laughs> um. All right. I'll, you know what. You know, I'll take you out. I'll, tomorrow, I'll, I'll write you what the thing is that I'm working toward. I'll do 1% to thing. But no, what I was going to say, though, is um, one of the big things is a lot of people sometimes look for goals as motivations for the activity when right. instead you should try to frame it intrinsically. 
So you should first convince yourself that you're the thing and then do the thing as if. So if I say I'm an athlete, that's what I'll do. You know what? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, geez, Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. I'll be like, I'm going to justify being an athlete for a week. So I'll do the minimum that an athlete would have to do every day to say that they're an athlete. How about that? That's what I'm saying, right? Like, there you and go. That, I'll do that. Well, I'll get back to you. That's fantastic week. homework for everybody, right? Like, do do the thing. Put your money where your mouth is and do the thing. <laughs> yeah. And tell yourself, you're, convince yourself that th- you're that thing and then start doing it. Okay. Anyway, it, it, it's related to goals and all that stuff as well. Okay. Uh, we're going to end it to here. I think it's great. Uh, I think our ending discussion was great as well. And uh, we'll see you all uh, next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.